0: So right now with the economy, the way it is, you have a lot of potential clients holding off on their decisions and they're, you know, they're putting things off. Also, coincidentally, with the holiday season, guess what? You have a lot of people saying, call me back after holidays. Let's revisit this in the first or second quarter of you know 2023. But either way, there's actually a framework that I want to teach you That'll help you to expedite these deals when people want to put them off for whatever the reason is. And in this week's episode of the Sales Playbook Podcast, we're going to go there. My name is Paul Castain from Castain Training Systems, and I'm the author of the YourSalesPlaybook.com blog and your host for the Sales Playbook Podcast. I've personally trained over 50,000 sales reps sales leaders and business owners to sell more. So get your playbooks ready because school is now in session. This week's episode of the Sales Playbook Podcast is brought to you by a special fourth quarter resource that I have for you that is designed to help you get in front of more opportunities to Expedite your deals and actually maximize your account potential. We're going to be talking about it at the end of this incredibly short episode. But if you happen to be a little bit impatient like I am, and you'd like to learn about it now, please visit yoursalesplaybook.com/slash/finish-strong. So today's deal is this. And I always hate to say this, because the minute I say it's going to be a shorter episode, guess what? I get a little bit, a little bit chatty. And I don't want to do that, because it's a beautiful day here in New York. I have a uh, cigar that is waiting for me. I'm actually going to uh, take the old laptop out in the backyard. And you know what? Consider this a little bonus tip that I have for you. You know, we, we talk a lot about work and life balance, and... Um, I find it very hard to balance the two. And, you know, I I try my best with it and everything else, but sometimes um, we can blend the two rather than balance right because balance is like all right i'll do a little bit of uh you know fun stuff family stuff that kind of thing right uh i'll do a little bit of work stuff or whatever sometimes i can't balance them in equal parts but sometimes i can blend the two activities together case in point right now as of this recording it happens to be a wednesday it happens to be november 9th and uh beautiful day and um i don't know about you guys when it's a beautiful day and uh you happen to have a window in your office like like i do i am suddenly that that little kid who's in like fourth grade and it's a beautiful spring day and i'm gazing out the window saying what the hell am i doing in here listen to this uh i'm gonna try to be nice uh, this idiot ramble on about algebra or some shit that i'm never gonna use in my life you know i want to be out there playing In fourth grade, I was probably saying I want to be out there with a cigar and a bourbon, but society frowns on minors doing that kind of, those types of shenanigans. But uh, no, today's a beautiful day. I want to get outside. So, what I'm going to do is bring my laptop out there. I have uh, a course that I'm writing for uh, a printing company. And I'm uh, going to go outside and do that, enjoy a nice cigar while I do it. Get a little sun on this bald head, you know, that kind of thing. So let's get down to business. Now that I rambled on telling you why I'm going to make it shorter, now it's going to be a full-length episode. Way to go, Castame. So we have these scenarios in sales, right, where, you know, we have some people that are kind of like on the fence. And, you know, they're teetering back and forth between buying now and buying later. And that happens a lot, by the way. This time of year, because uh, for a variety of reasons, and uh, one of which you have a lot of people that just love to do absolutely nothing for the last 30 days of the year and kind of milk a holiday into a 30 day sabbatical, they kind of mentally check out. You have other people where, you know, they're obviously legitimately busy with year-end stuff, and uh, it's just going to be better to kind of revisit in Q1 or Q2 of the new year. Um, You also have now, you have a lot of stuff with the economy, and you have a lot of people taking a wait-and-see attitude. But um, either way, I want to present to you a very simple framework that'll help you through this th- this process. Um, and there's really two parts to it and very simple parts to it. One part of it is going to be on your own. I want you to think through a thought process that I'm gonna give you. Again, very simple to do. You think on your own without anybody's help, anybody else they're influencing your thought process. And then the other part of it is simply take that process bring it to your sales team and now brainstorm it and get the benefit you know of that collective brain power unless of course you work with imbeciles and that that would be counterproductive but I'm assuming that you work with uh, at least fairly smart people and this could be beneficial to you all right so you know the problem with a lot of things in in sales is when you go through training or you listen to podcasts like this or blog posts or whatever and and you learn about these situations where people are saying stalling or you know they legitimately have a full plate and will revisit in the new year or you know they're legitimately scared and concerned about the economy and you know they they just want to hold off until they see better signs of a recovery or whatever is that too many times we're taught the cute thing to say the cute rebuttal right like kind of uh like the old you remember i don't know if any of you guys remember this right now this is the portion where uh I like to reminisce and I show my age but I remember for the longest time people were teaching this this awful thing feel felt fine I'm sure you guys heard that one and you know some say I want to hold off or whatever and then you say I understand how you feel right and you know other people have felt that way but you know you would find if you do this this and this it would actually save you money you know whatever I mean you know, it's, uh, it's cheesy and it's cliched. But instead of worrying about the cute thing to say or the actual rebuttal, I think there's a much more effective thought process for you to have, and it's simply this. You ready for this? What I want you to do is I want you to just simply think of as many compelling reasons as you can to either meet now to uh, buy now or you know you know so either meet now, discuss now, buy now, so kind of those three things I want to make sure I covered that because it's not always somebody stalling a deal it might be to get together to talk about you know doing business together so. Think of as many compelling reasons as you can to meet now, to have a discussion now, to buy now. And the reason why I want you to think of all three is because that's really the things that you have on your plate. You have, you know, either you're trying to get in front of potential clients And, you know, or maybe, you know, you've already gotten in front of the client and they've been stalling for a while. And, you know, well, let's have a discussion now, not after the holidays. I mean, what the hell is going to change then? Why are we doing that? And we have other people where, you know, you've walked them through the sales cycle and they're right there ready to pull the trigger and they're hesitating. You need to have a compelling reason for them to pull the trigger now. So... Again, your thought process here is going to be, you're going to do this on your own first. Nobody around. Nice, quiet time of day or evening, whatever you prefer. Middle of the night for all I care, right? Um, And then after you've done that and given it a good, you know, once over, I want you to bring this to your sales manager, or if you're a sales manager listening, this, this could be a very good topic of discussion in your sales meeting, you know, instead of going around the table and talking about everybody's numbers and projections that nobody, quite frankly, gives a shit about. That's, that's really, to me, how you can have a valuable meeting. Talk about something that they are encountering right now. And getting their feedback. And when you ask a team for their ideas and their answer to this question, there is a way that I want you to do it. And it's a little trick I use in the classroom that I've been using now for about 15 or 20 years. And when you're kind of asking that question, hey, you know, what are some compelling reasons to meet now, discuss now, or buy now? What you do is you don't just put the question out there and listen to the crickets in the room, because that's, that's exactly how you inspire crickets. What you do instead is you kind of say to everybody, all right, in silence, I'd like you to jot down as many reasons as you can think of to meet now, discuss now, or buy now and then what you do is you add some urgency to it and say you know being that you know we don't want to have a three-hour meeting here i'm going to put a three-minute time limit on this so as many ideas as you can come up with in silence in the next three minutes is fine and you know have that urgency all right everybody begin now and then what you do when you're like at two and a half minutes or something like that. So, all right, we've got about 30 seconds. I want everybody to start finishing up their thoughts or whatever. Then you get everybody. What's beautiful about this approach is that you're not going to be influenced by others because you're just writing things down. And you could even go a step further and say, you know, don't judge your answers. Just, you know, whatever you think could be a compelling reason you know, we'll we'll judge the answers like just let your pen go. No right or wrong right now. We just we want as many answers and then we're going to, you know, kind of weed out the ones that are not going to work. And you know, but let's not have rules. And let's not tell our brain that, "Hey, you better give me a good answer," cuz then, you know, you're not going to come up with anything. So, no rules. Have that urgency. But now when that's done, now you kinda go around unless you have, you know, a million people on your sales team and just say, look, I'm gonna go in no particular order. Hey, you know, Mary, you know, what what's you know, one or two things that you came up with? Hey, Todd, what did you come up with or whatever? You know, and everybody's done, hey, here's what I came up with. And what you do is kind of, you know, maybe appoint someone as kind of like the scribe for that meeting and the note taker keeping the minutes or whatever and they jot these down type it up send it out to the whole team now the whole team has got i would send it out by the way as a word doc not a pdf because you want people to be able to edit it according to their style and their personality and their client's personality and style so they can kind of adapt to it or whatever and uh lo and behold you do that and hopefully, you, know, you get a good solid eight to 10 different compelling reasons to uh, meet now, discuss now, buy now. And you might be thinking, why do I need that? I just need one. No, you need one that works. But in order to get one that works, you know how it works, right? You need to have a few that you can throw in there. Sometimes you need multiple reasons to convince people why now is the best time. And that's that's really the process. So again, here's how it works. Think as, as think of as many compelling reasons. And you know what? I actually do have something I want to add to this, and I was hesitant to add this because I don't really want to make this easy for you in the sense of I want you to roll up your sleeves and put in some work. I don't want to do it for you. I don't want to feed your belly. I want to teach you how to fish you can feed you you know, feed yourself on your own. But You know, think in terms, I just want to guide your thinking a little bit to get you thinking of ideas, but almost, you know, maybe in some sense, even have categories and stuff like, okay, economic reasons. Well, I mean, you know, the easy things on the economic reasons, and they're easy, and I would almost like not put everything into this because they're expecting many times this type of comeback from you. So, you know, I'd rather be disarming with people than do the typical shit that they that they have in their playbook, how to counter. But, I mean, obviously, if your company is going to have price increases next year, you know, you could offer that as a compelling reason to buy now. But, you know, maybe there's price incentives that you guys are offering right now. But, you know, the other thing, too, is, you know, how about... um. You know, you look at, um, you know, like cost savings, right? For not cost savings. I'm sorry, time savings. I'm losing my mind here because I'm looking outside, looking at the sun and saying, come on, Paul, snap it the hell up. Um, you look at things like time savings. I mean, if you get going on it now, right? It's that much sooner that you can enjoy, you know, saving some time, right? The other thing, too, you can utilize cost savings, time savings and and or both you could take that time savings and put that time in another area of the business that might be hurting right now you could take the cost savings and take that savings and use that in another part of the business that might be well served right where maybe you're hemorrhaging money and you need to throw some resources that way or whatever um also too as far as compelling reason I would, uh, this one to me is underestimated a lot. Don't un, ever underestimate the power of competitiveness with the C level. They are very competitive people. So if they have an opportunity to gain market share or, you know, um, at a minimum, keep up with the proverbial Joneses, but ideally pass the joneses right and and you know give them something to aspire to that's something that could be a very good incentive to buy now how about you know if your solution could be tied to boosting morale at a time where a lot of people are very troubled they're seeing all the layoffs that are happening out there especially in uh the uh tech sector they're seeing a lot of things like that they might be worried and something and, and what you Can offer through your solution is something that could help morale that could go a long way and and why would you wait on something like that i don't mean you as the rep but why would somebody wait to buy something that they desperately need right now better morale um perhaps you have something you know a compelling reason would be you know your solution could either directly or indirectly lower turnover How about, you know, your solution can help them have happier employees, happier customers, happier shareholders. But again, why now versus later? Because they can gain happier employees who are going to work harder and serve the customers. And ultimately, you know, it gets back to the shareholders and things like that through better profits and, you know, strong earnings and stuff. You have, um, if your solution can, you know, help with the bottom line, Or increase the top line of their business like again what would be the reason for waiting on a decision like that that could help the top line or you know go directly to the bottom line or whatever um you know how about a better image in the marketplace but there's lots of other reasons those are just generic reasons why um you know they should consider meeting now and and you know discussing now and and buying now so i want you to think along those lines and last kind of but not least whenever i'm thinking along these lines whether it be on my own or i'm facilitating a brainstorming session in one of the trainings that i do i like to guide everybody's thinking a little bit again i don't want to say hey you got to think this way but i want to kind of you know give them two pathways for ideas And I want you to always think in terms of removal of pain for a potential client. And under that heading, this is not the second thing. It's not just removal of pain, but it could be avoidance of future pain, right? So think in terms of that as compelling reasons. But the second little pathway, if you will is to think in terms of gain or opportunities these these are things that are not necessarily painful they're not painful at all but represent opportunities for example you know maybe they already have happy customers yeah but my solution can you know create happier customers or happier employees or production is good right now great I can actually increase it more. I mean, do we stop it good? You know, why not go for great or it's great? Well, this is going to help you get from great to, you know, all caps awesome, right? So I want you to think that way. So that's what I have for you this week. You got to put in the work because this was an absolutely useless episode if you don't put in the work and by all means, like I said, get it over to your team and have them work on it if it makes it a little easier for you send them the link to this podcast and all the instructions are everything there it'll just you know save you some you know nonsense of having to write up everything and get it to your team ahead of time so you could do something like that as well before you go I want to remind you that I've put together uh, what I would hope would be a very useful fourth quarter resource and this resource is designed to help you with three things that are helpful all year round, quite frankly. But they are especially helpful during the fourth quarter when we need every little ounce of revenue. So the first thing that this resource is going to focus on is to help you get in front of more opportunities. The reason why I think that's important now is because so much of our efforts in the fourth quarter are around closing Business And yes, we have to close business, but let's start setting ourselves up for the first quarter of 2023 so we don't start under the gun. And too many sales reps start under the gun because they were so busy closing, they didn't realize they lost their best prospects in the pipeline. And if they weren't replacing any through prospecting, well, guess what? They start the new year in a bad place. And I don't want that to happen to you. The other thing it's going to do is help you to expedite your deals. And I think right now with everything going on with the economy, this time of year on the call me back after the holidays, people I'm definitely seeing and hearing a lot of people with a wait and see attitude to see what happens. Uh, Some of it was around uh, the midterms. Uh, A lot of it is around the economy in general. So expediting deals, I I can't imagine you'd say, yeah, no thanks, I don't need to close uh, my deals faster. Um, Especially, I don't know if you've noticed it, but a lot of people are telling me, I've seen it too at my business, sales cycles are taking a hell of a lot longer. So uh, we definitely want to expedite that. And then the other area that it focuses on is maximizing account potential because we can't be so focused on closing potential business. And we can't be so focused on getting in front of new opportunities that we don't forget the proverbial you know acres of diamonds right in our backyard. So we're going to focus on those three areas. So if you'd like to learn more about it, and I hope you do, please visit YourSalesPlaybook.com uh, slash finish strong. Your sales playbook.com slash finish strong. With that, I'm Paul Castain from Castain Training Systems. I am wishing you an incredible week ahead. Go get them. The Sales Playbook Podcast is a Castain Training Systems production. Subscribe to our free sales tips by visiting your sales playbook.com slash subscribe.